Well, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Spreaker Radio Network and simulcasting on uh, Jitsi and Free Conference Call. Oh, my goodness, we're just loading up with everything here. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Monday, May 1st, 2023. Woohoo! Man, we had the showers in April. April showers bring May flowers. And what do May flowers bring? Pilgrims. <laughs> uh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. We've got to get back here. Uh, come on, come on. There we go. <laughs> anyway, this program is meant to provide natural healing information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I search for and present to my listeners natural modalities that simply assist and augment the body's ability to heal itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at Your DIY Health. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H. YourDIYHealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there, including the entire uh, the iTeraCare device, which is featured prominently at the top of the homepage. And there's all kinds of information about that. We've got downloadable flyers and brochures. There's a link to a YouTube playlist that has over 120 some videos uh, talking about the technology, how it's used, and uh, even more importantly, testimonials from people all over the world who've gotten really fantastic life-changing results using these things. And I encourage you to check that out. There's also a link to a dedicated website for the device where you can get more information, more testimonies, and you can place an order if you so desire. And I don't know why you wouldn't. They are absolutely amazing. And right now, all the warehouses have plenty of stock on hand. Now's the time to get them. Uh, things get, as the, the supply chain gets disrupted and all the other stuff comes on, uh, we may very reach well reach a point where we can't get these things. And uh, that will not be the time that you want to find yourself wanting one and not having purchased one up to this point. And now you're kind of stuck. So uh, by all means, take advantage of it now while you can. And uh, get one, get two, get three. <laughs> it's good to have spares, that's for sure. Because when you share these with people, they tend to keep them and not want to give them back. So, uh, you know, plus if you break one and you can't get more, that's another thing. So you want to have spares. So um, take advantage of that. They have, uh, you can get an individual one for uh, $380 delivered to your door usually within two to three days and uh, they also have a you know you can buy as many as you want but they have a three pack and they have 10 packs so all that good stuff so just take advantage and uh, you'll be glad you did also uh, while you're on the website be sure and hit the radio shows tab and at the top of the page is link to the archive page set up through castbox.fm over 1100 shows up there pushing 1200 now and if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information about the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And I keep that updated so that uh, as things change, if uh, a platform goes haywire or something like that, we try and keep it up to date. So you'll always know how to uh, find the show and where you can listen, where you can get replays, where you can download replays, all that kind of stuff. It's all there. And uh, that's the one-stop shop for information about the shows. And if you scroll to the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to the Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the Telegram channel. 
So uh, that's all the information on that stuff. Keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Spreaker Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the Alphabet Angels out there listening in, as well as uh, Free Conference Call and Jitsi, all that good stuff. Um, Nothing we say in the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use your own, uh, do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. The number to call into the show is 614-499-2409. That's 614-499-2409. One last time, 614-499-2409. And that's uh, if you are listening on Spreaker or one of the other ones where you cannot uh, interact directly with the show if you're just listening and want to call in, that's the number to use. You can also find the uh, information on how to be interactive uh, on the radio shows tab of the website. You can either use Spreaker, or excuse me, you can use Jitsi, or a free, a free conference call. I'm keeping both of them up and running for the time being until if it becomes a pain, <laughs> I may shut one or the other down. But uh, right now, we're just going ahead and do them both. Because apparently... Some people like one, some people like the other. So as long as it's not too much of a hassle, I'll go ahead and use them both. We'll live stream on both, and you can take your pick as to which one you want to use. So that being said, I'm going to clean up some stuff on the screen here, and we will get moving. John and Kathy should be joining us. Um, I haven't heard from John today. Normally he sends me a link uh, some videos or something he wants to play or something like that, but so far nothing, but, uh, I haven't heard otherwise. So I'm assuming they're going to be here. We'll play it by ear, um, and just, uh, adjust accordingly. But, uh, yeah, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, I did. It's been, uh, kind of rainy. Yeah sloppy and messy and nasty here in ohio uh, temperatures have dropped you know we were in 60s and 70s last week and now we're down let's see right now it's 41 degrees and kind of icky it's not raining but it's um, had its times and uh i don't know it's you know we should be getting some warmer weather coming in here soon being in may um that's normally the way things go here, but the way they play with the weather these days, you never know what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a decent weekend, though. Got some stuff done on Friday and uh, got my grass cut Thursday. I'm not sure about this week. It's going to be interesting because of the crappy weather we're having. It may, have to, it may get extra long by the time of the next time I get a chance to chop it. But we'll see how it goes. Ah, there's John. I see him just popping in here into a free conference call. Uh, good afternoon, John and Kathy. How are we doing? You need to unmute yourself. It's a little button in the lower left. There we go. There we are. Hey, Where there you, you go. <laughs> How's it going? Hello, hello. It's going fantastic for a Monday. How about you? <laughs> Oh, can't complain. <laughs> Nobody listened anyway, but uh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's so right. Far, so far, so good. I woke up this morning. That's a good thing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, this is going to be a kind of a short day for us. We got some things coming up, and I 
Okay. We got some great testimonies and stuff to go over, but I don't think it'll cover two hours, and so we're gonna have to bug out a little early today. No problem. Happy to have you as long as you can be okay, here, okay. but I understand you're busy, so no problem. Yeah. It's exciting, Jim. It's getting real exciting out here, you know. There's just so much going on in the world. And, uh, you know, we talked to you about this other little program that, that we've run into that we've been fortunate enough to come up with to help people that have lost money in other programs. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's beginning to kick in and can't wait to get back to you on that. Cool. Yeah, we're kind of, we we have an NDA right now with the people, so uh, you know, be looking forward to some things in about a month or so. Awesome for the rest of y'all. Sounds yeah. like a plan. Well, maybe, and, sooner, um, maybe sooner. What's that? Maybe sooner. Maybe sooner. Cool. Maybe sooner. Well, whenever we'll let you know. Yep. Keep keep on standby. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Future's so bright. You got to wear shades. <laughs> gotta love it oh my yeah well what's yeah. up with you what happened with you over this last week we haven't heard we haven't talked to you all week oh well you know it's just been same stuff you know uh, moving uh iteracare ones uh shipped a couple on saturday and got a couple orders yesterday one haven't seen the funding come through yet i don't know if he had trouble with his credit card or not uh here in ohio and another guy in um where was he? New York or someplace like that, or New Jersey? I can't remember, but um, yeah, getting uh, getting some hits. I did a show with um, Mike Gaddy on uh, RBN Saturday afternoon, and I got a really? chance. Really? Yeah, he uh, he does his uh, Rebel Madman show from four to six p.m. Eastern on Saturdays on RBN, and uh, I was on as a guest. This was uh, April was Confederate History Month. And he had me on as a copperhead, which uh, was a southern, somebody from the north who did not care for uh, uh, Lincoln and his uh, policies and whatnot. Generally, they were Democrats, but there were some that were not. And uh, I definitely am not a Democrat, but I'm not a fan of Lincoln and uh, the things he did to the people of the South. But um, anyway, we had a nice chat, and I got to spend out of the two-hour show about a half-hour segment. Uh, talking about my website and health and got iteracare in there and i think that's where these two orders may have come from i don't know for sure um well that's not plastic. but uh hopefully it did and uh so we, we got a little of that going on and uh uh just you know taking it one day at a time playing around and i i meant to spend saturday afternoon working on uh the stuff for the what do they call that the simple dow or whatever it was but the thing with uh, sam lee to get all that oh, taken uh-huh. care. and i still um, i got tied up yeah but uh hopefully this saturday we still have some work to do over there too yeah just not enough time in the day right yeah well there's not enough days and, in the hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been uh uh last week we devoted uh two mornings 3 a.m meetings Ooh. in australia oh, and uh yeah so we're running on uh adrenaline and um <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> it's getting exciting though it is uh, oh, i'm just too damn old to mm-hmm. you know stay up till 3 a.m yeah that uh you know that gets like, old after a while that's that's a young people's thing yeah <laughs> but, yeah i think so that's a, real interesting. A, go ahead what was that john Okay, it's been real interesting. It's been real interesting because, uh, you know, Amanda, you know who Amanda is. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And she was kind of the lead on uh, Hyperverse for the Western world. and uh, The entire um, Western world. They asked her to open yeah. it. Yeah. I'm talking to Amanda on one thing about uh, supposedly doing this, this, getting this funding going for Hyperverse and getting the money back. And yet, it's not the real Amanda. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that those things that this person is saying and sending them to Amanda, and it's not her, you know, because we got them both on at the same time. <laughs> and then there's somebody else by the name of Sam Lee that's contacting me and wanting transfer funds to me, um, and that my summer seems to be facilitating that. But <laughs> Amanda knows Sam Lee perfectly well, and the things they're asking me to do. You know, they're telling me that I have to put money into an account in order to get money into the account. Oh, sounds yeah. like a Nigerian prince uh, action here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, but so. my Summers, who was kind of, you know, pushing that uh, the, the, the Dow thing with Sam, mm -hmm. um, is calling me at the same time, uh, telling me that Sam's trying to talk to me. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with that thing over there. Number one, mm. let us warn people. Sam does not pick up the phone and call you. He is so busy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if anybody's asking you for money for anything, just say no. Um, because it's not them. They And Sam is not going to pay you out of his pocket anyway. He's simply an advocate for us uh, to the company mm -hmm. uh, because he's got a little more leverage there. And there's power in numbers. Yes. So, and yeah, they, they don't, uh, his reputation. Yeah, mm -hmm. don't uh, don't uh, answer any um, any private chats or anything because somebody definitely hacked these people. That's all I got to say about it. Right, right. Oof. And that other program uh, is looking really, really good. So we're anxious to get this out to people. Cool. Uh, Kathy's been on a tear to you know tell everybody and they keep saying stop it stop it stop <laughs> and who's the one that's saying? opening his mouth now we have a non-disclosure <laughs> agreement you're over here well, talking away well, um, yeah talking we do have something um, I'm not talking to anybody else oh okay <laughs> everybody else close yours for a minute <laughs> Well, we'll just suffice it to <laughs> say funny. we'll wait but, till. Uh, no, we had some blessing, big, huge blessing drop in our laps, and uh, we're kind of just beta testing it and getting all the glitches out, and and then we'll roll it out here to you, um, in, in soon. I don't know when, but soon, uh, it's all ready to go, and uh, it's something like we've never ever seen before. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. And it's to help the little people, all of us, who have lost uh, money in different ventures before. So uh, the philosophy is just amazing. Um, and it is a gift from God. We are very blessed to, uh, to have been picked to be a part of this new thing. And uh, we'll keep you sitting on the fence with just that exciting information. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want your weeks to be bored. You know, you don't have to. You we'll know. do a, a cliffhanger. Stand by. <laughs> what fun! <laughs> Keep your eye on the bouncing ball. That's right. <laughs> Works for me. But, uh, no, really, really great times are coming ahead. No matter what the the three percent of the uh, 
screamers have to say out there. There's, there's not. Except the general economy, yeah, the general economy is it's on its way down. We want people to get these bonds in their hands while they still can. We don't want them to get stuck without being able to get one. Right. Yeah, we've had, had a way uh, to protect themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've, definitely. We've had, out of everybody that we have talked to and contacted us, a third have actually purchased the wand. Uh, about two-thirds have not. And... We call them back to find out why. We never get to them. They don't answer the phone. Hmm. So I think it's, it tends to be a money problem because we've had other people come back later and, and get the wand, and it, it was it was always uh, some kind of a money problem situation. So yeah, you need to talk to us, I mean, you know, because maybe one of these new things that are happening might assist you in doing that. But we really want to get everybody to get the wand because you're going to have to have some way to take care of yourself. But these testimonies I got today are fantastic. Jim, do you have any testimonies on hand that anybody's talked to you lately? Um, uh, actually, Mike mentioned on the show, um, was it, I can't remember if it was on our show Thursday or if it was the one when I talked to him on Saturday, but he has a um, an elderly neighbor who took the jab. And uh, her so did her husband. Her husband has since passed away apparently from that and she's having issues uh negative issues from the jab and um, i had sent him a wand for him and his wife to use she has some issues and um, he passed it on to this lady and said you know give it a try you know if uh, if it works for you here's the guy that you can get a hold of to get your own and um, apparently uh, she's getting positive results i don't know anything more than that but apparently it's uh, it's helping her with her effects from the covid jab so that's just one oh, that's more great. that we've heard um there's there's so many people out there that took these things that are having negative effects that still need to hear about the covid or hear about the ontario care and what it can do to help them but uh, that's the main thing i'm seeing yeah that's quite a few oh yeah yeah you know it might even stop some of these people from dying I would expect that, or, or from killing themselves, like in yeah. uh, uh, Stacy Marie's case. Um, I mean, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's there's a lot of uh, suicides. Yeah, when, when you're looking at a lifetime of agony and misery, and no help from the medical community yeah. that caused this thing in the first place, do you? Um, I can see, I can, I can understand why someone would start having those feelings, um, and. Thank goodness that uh, she heard about uh, she heard Kevin Street's testimony and and managed to get a hold of Wand herself and boom <laughs> she's having great results. Uh, so many more yes. are. I haven't heard of anybody having not having results, having taken the jabs and using one of these things. So that's uh, that's a good sign. But uh, yeah, that's the most recent one um, that uh, you know they lent it to a neighbor. She's having problems and now she's getting better. So hopefully she'll be calling for her own soon <laughs> and uh, right, we'll right. get her taken care of. But, uh, yeah, that's what we're looking well, at. Well, this one here, this one's from Amanda. Um, not the Amanda we were talking about here, mm -hmm. but she says, uh, no more migraines, frozen shoulder healed. Ooh. But before my testimonial, as a holistic practitioner for over 20 years, now this is a person that knew how to take care of themselves, and she's going to tell you what she did in order to resolve the issues that she ran into. 
it's really important if you have the wand that you go to the Frequency Wand Testimonial Group on Facebook and don't say you don't want to use Facebook, you don't want to do social media because you don't have to do social media. Sign up for an account, don't fill in all the questions, just sign up there for the account, go over there to that page and look at what's going on. This is where I get all this stuff. Anyway, uh, she says she's always searching for creative, non-suppressive therapies and solutions for every sort of health imbalance. I have learned and intimately understand that this elegant body is electrical and runs on structured water and energy, much like a battery, and needs to constantly cleanse and release, especially these days, to be well. So finding a non-suppressive therapy as powerful as iTeraCare technology offers and witnessing impressive results evidenced before my very eyes, the healer in me was compelled. I did just that, and I am grateful to have come in fifth, second, and now first place in the top 20 sponsor list. I am truly grateful to Price and to all of you for sharing the knowledge of this technology with others. So many people have been helped from serious and often dire health situations by using this device. I wish everyone could have access to this incredible healing technology. And you can, right here, to the magic of the Internet. We can get you set up. My own health was suffering. I had burnt out recently and had a whole new routine to adjust to. I was having a hard time managing all of my tasks, and stress was overwhelming me. We had a sudden loss of a family pet that threw my daughter and me into deep grief. The strict health routine I had, which was keeping me functioning, fell apart. My medical injuries included improperly pulled back teeth, leading to jaw cavitations. The attempted repair so many years with a laser caused a new injury to my sinuses, leading to chronic migraines so easily triggered by the smallest amount of stress, sugar, dehydration, or my cycle. I had a swollen spleen and considered limp and congested, I'm sorry, limp from the constant jaw toxins congesting my meridians and creating debris. My left breast was lumpy and in pain. I had one to two full body migraines a week. Sometimes each would last for days. My left shoulder was almost completely frozen from the blocked limp. There was an old injury also there which compounded the problem. I couldn't put on my coat properly. I was frustrated with myself and getting depressed. It seemed that I could help heal others, but my own healing was stagnant. In my intimate moments with God, I prayed for answers. My boyfriend massaging my limp for hours was the only relief I had. Walking the wound healer path has not been an easy one, but I knew I went through such experiences to master conditions so I could help others. But this was different. I thought I was dying. If I was tested, I would have guaranteed a cancer diagnosis, but I fired doctors long ago. I was literally planning my will, and that's not an exaggeration. When my best friend told me about this device, I had not one second of doubt, not only because it was her and I trust her, but because I know my intuition and I felt this was the answer to my prayers. My first wand arrived in October of 2022. And I started with the water and then the energy centers, and then I went hard at it. 20 minutes on the spleen, 30 minutes over the face. Migraines were dental and sinus. 30 minutes over the back and spine. I also wanted my legs as lymph would pool there and the top of my head. 
I started wanting more and more, sometimes for a few hours a day. Now, look, this is important because, you know, we get a lot of controversy over how long do I do this? How many minutes for this? How many seconds for that? You've got to go over to the testimonial group and listen to what people are actually doing and how they're using the wand. And this is how you get familiar with it. And then you begin to listen, listen to your own body as you do it to give you guidance. Because we don't have a protocol. There's no right, wrong way to do it. That's because anyway, it's during not a the, medical device. Yeah. During the first three weeks, I noticed the migraines were milder. There was less nausea, and I could function through the pain. Each day, I was feeling stronger and better. After four months, some people say they get their wands two weeks later. I don't see anything happening. After four months of wanding and drinking wanted water daily, migraines disappeared. We were talking about over 10 years of dentally triggered migraine suffering here. 10 years, really emphasizing it. Gone in a few months, my spleen stopped hurting and regulated. My ropey limp retreated. My breath stopped hurting and then the lumps went away. My mood improved. My sleep improved. My dreams returned. I had some interesting releases. I had some really hard, almost sand or crystal-like particles push out of my left shoulder. Just once, about a cluster of seven or eight of them. I scratched there and they, they just fell off. During the first few weeks, my left thumb became inflamed and immobilized to the point where I couldn't pick up a cup. I applied castor oil to the base of the thumb before wanding and it helped release the accumulated waste. I also had an old wrist injury there, and sometimes I would get a nerve-type pulsating pain on the inner carpal tunnel area. I felt the wand was helping to heal this, but there was so much debris with my limp, it just resettled. That's where the castor oil helped out to dissolve the crystals back into solution to be taken out through the liver. I increased my magnesium to assist this process, which helped a lot. The wrist pain is long gone now, my shoulder is almost 100%, and I am absolutely overjoyed. I went into a deep dive researching the terahertz frequencies. I am currently doing various experiments with wanded water and distance healing with Ashley, who is my upline. I have a pro wand, and I, I love that dearly. The world is full of hope and grace. Healing is available to us all. We just need to humbly surrender and accept that we deserve to be free of suffering. I am supremely grateful to Price for getting this invention to market in an easily accessible manner. There's nothing else out there like it. Thank you for reading my testimony. I am happy for all of you here that have found iTerraCare. With eternal gratitude, Amanda, Ontario, Canada. There's, a, there's another person who was skilled in the arts of taking care of themselves but ran into conditions that they couldn't handle. She just couldn't figure out what to do, couldn't solve her own problem until she got the wand. That's just amazing. Carrie writes, so I've done two 30-minute sessions per eye to see if it would help with my eyesight. All my life, my eyesight hasn't been that great, and from the time I was in fifth grade, I had to wear glasses. When I got older, I wore contacts. I have an astigmatism in my right eye. In 2011, I had Lasix done. Although given my astigmatism in my right eye, they weren't sure how much of an improvement it would make and told me that in the future I may still need to wear glasses. 
Well, after having the LASIK procedure done, my vision was 20-20. However, that was short-lived. When I went to the eye doctor a little over a year ago, they gave me bifocals. As happens, when you age, your near vision gets worse, whereas your far vision seems to be good. I had gotten to where I couldn't read anything without my glasses on small print. Because the one can do so many things, including eyes, I thought I'd give it a try. Well, after wanting each eye for 30 minutes, I noticed a difference in my eyesight. I could read things that I normally would need to put my glasses on for. So I decided to do for another 30-minute session per eye, and again, I've noticed even more improvement. I'm so excited about this and will probably continue to do more sessions until my vision is perfect. This thing is awesome. Now remember, she was wearing contacts. You've got to take your contacts out before you do that. And so, again, people ask me, well, how long do I do it? How do I use the wand? She did it to what she felt was the right time. Your body tells you. You know, it takes a little practice. When you say so, Jim, I mean, yeah. when we first got it and started using it, we didn't really know what we were doing, but I feel pretty confident using it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This next person, May, she's talking about autism. And she's got, this is a person of very few words. <laughs> Item number one, independent, making breakfast. The child is now capable of making his own breakfast. Anger, management, controlled. Number three is making contact during communication instead of fidgeting on the phone with gadgets. So they actually can get, you know, eye-to-eye contact. They actually duck about something. And now he has long attention span in class. And there were pictures showing uh, showing him doing that stuff. You know, he was getting the bread. He got the butter, and some kind of apple butter or something like that. And was making his own bread and stuff like that. Uh, that's great. That's really fantastic for them. Uh, Pamela writes, I just bumped my hand and got a scratch. It bled and started bruising immediately. I watched the bruise get bigger, my first picture. Now, this is one where there's two pictures. There's a before and after. I looked at that picture. That that thing was really bruised. I mean, I wouldn't want it. I bruise easily, and they usually take a couple of weeks to clear. And this, in the second pic, you can see it's all gone. It's amazing. I love my wand. Thank you. <laughs> now, we got a little bunny here, Marilyn Bunny. Kidney disease testimonial, which Kathy, of course, knows all about. My grandson, age 29, went totally blind and was diagnosed with stage 3 kidney disease about two years ago due to hypertensive retinopathy. His stage 3 went to stage 4. His nephrologist, on the process of putting on kidney transplant lists and dialysis, so in March, I took him for his regular blood test, and hours later they called and wanted him back at the hospital as his numbers were way off, in quotes. On the doctor visit next day, doctor was talking about stepping up dialysis and that the next appointment possibly placing a port in for dialysis, which Kathy had too. I then pleaded with him to let me use the water and the wand. Started at first with water as his chronic condition about two weeks. He'd been extremely tired and I saw him gain energy just with the water. That's what we said. The water is its own separate thing. It's not necessarily related to the wand other than you use the wand to charge the water. But it has its own effect. Then started with the IteraCare wand, slow at first, three minutes on the hands and feet daily. Then stepped up to five minutes 
each hand, feet, and each kidney. Kept increasing time up to five minutes on the hands and feet and 15 minutes on each kidney. Now we do 30 minutes on each kidney and have added down the spine. So in March of 2023, the blood tests were results. Uh, creatine 4.7, that's a high level and that's bad. GFR was 15% and that says that the kidney function was low, again bad. After water and wanding, the April blood test results came in as creatine at 3.8 down from 4.7 and the GFR was at 21% up from 15%. His doctor appointment yesterday, uh, his doctor was pleased with his numbers and said, see you in six weeks. No more talk of that port. My grandson told her about the wand and she said, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Great testimony. Yes, that um, was. Mm -hmm. Kim Hardy, uh, honestly, I have felt so great using my frequency wand uh, one month, uh, and she's got what they call fibro, fibromyalgia. Fibro can kiss my No more feeling like I had cement poured into my organs or veins. Inflammation is gone, and my body is massively purging uric acid. I love this thing. I have experienced so many other great things in such a short time frame. With fibro, I always felt hunched over, like my spine could not support my body. My back is feeling great and strong, and my range of motion is 70% improved. My range of motion in turning my head from shoulder to shoulder with zero tightness and pain had me baffled how a device could help the body so fast and so effectively. The fog is lifted. My eyesight is improving. I have clear, calm energy in the day, and I sleep like a child at night. I do notice I am processing a lot through my dreams, but as a trauma can affect dreams, I always used to have very terrifying and difficult nightmares. I have much more control in my dreams, and they are positive now in helping me process pain. That is not something many people talk about in their experiences since using the frequency wand, but for me, this is great relief. I think a great many people with fibro can benefit from learning more about this. You know, there's a lot of doctors out there that they tell the same thing. It's all in your head. I've seen that. I've seen that through my career in doing some of the insurance business I did because I helped people get health insurance for the companies and individuals. And um, I just remember the same thing. The people, are, they're going to their doctors and they're getting told that it's all in their head, that it's not real. Fortunately, my wife got that and her doctor said it was a real thing. And he says he gets into arguments all the time with other physicians about it. But anyway, she was on a bunch of medications, and there was no wand in those days. Anyway, the one, one last one here, and this is from Aki. Aki is a, a, a doctorist, and she's building her own team. One of the things we've learned to do is not to use doctorists that are building their own team. We only use stockists that just solely concentrate on being stockists, but this testimony is worth having. So she says, all of this is unbelievable. I'm sending you a picture of my neighborhood friends toasting with wanted water today for my birthday celebration. My mom was being scheduled for a pacemaker. After two wanding treatments, she is out of AFib first time on her own. Her blood pressure is better than ever, and it was on deep and, and on her blood pressure was better than it was ever on BP meds. 
Her oxygen is in the 90s, which usually stays in the 80s, and her pulse rate is running about 67 and steady. She had an appointment with her heart doctor, and he was so impressed, he asked for more info on the wand. Cardiologist wanting info on alternative therapy? Unheard of. Yesterday, I wanted six of my family members and charged jars and jars of water for them. This is all unbelievable. I had questions, so she responded again below. So AFib is when the heart rate goes up and down rapidly with heart palpitations. The only way she has gotten out of it, um, it all started after her first uh, COVID shot, is by heart shocks. And then she had a what, what they call a cryo balloon ablation. I'm not sure what that is. A fat balloon. It's what? I'm just kidding. Sad balloon. Okay. Sad balloon. Okay. These kept her steady for about six weeks each time, and then she would go back into the AFib. When this happened, her oxygen would plummet, very short breath, blood pressure would stay up, retain fluid, and basically had no energy. We would watch her heart rate on her little finger monitor, and it would jump to the 140s, 150s, and back down to 60s and 70s. If you're over 100, it's, it's tachycardia. I mean, that's really uncomfortable and very dangerous. Then back up. Watching her monitor now, it stays steady in the mid-60s. That's the end of that. Wow. Amazing, amazing results. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then I, I like the guy. We were in our Zoom meeting the other night, and somebody popped in there and um, talking to us. Uh, he said every time he has eaten anything for most, you know, many, many years, he gets the burps. And he burps and he burps and he burps and he belches and uh, all kinds of terrible stuff. And he gets acid reflux every single time he eats. And he's been to several doctors. He said nobody can do anything. They just tell him to eat end acid tablets. And um, he was really thrilled because after wanding, he's not belching anymore. He said he he knew that's what he was going to die of because it was just so irrit you know irritating and stuff to him. And uh, so he's he wanded. Nothing happened. So he's sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting for the belches to start, and they never did. So that's that's really uh, cool hmm. testimony for all you uh, people with heartburn out there too. Um, Jim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Just he listen. sounded more excited when he was talking about that because that was a real problem he had. He did not mention yeah. it before when he decided to try the wand. All I know is right. that we sent yeah. him some, some information in the in, in email. He wrote back right away and says, I need this thing. So he got it for something else. But there again, it's one of these things that kicks in that he's learned to live with, and all of a sudden it's gone. And he was just so excited. Yeah, he was. That was cool. I got a video I want to play here. Um, it's from the uh, Telegram or the Facebook group. Five minutes here. She's at Mercer, I think. Okay. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Effects and effects, y'all. <clears throat> so I wanted to come on here because I got some good news this week. Yay. And I want to share it with you because um, not long ago I shared um, 
the journey about the MRSA that I got in my face and, you know, I posted pictures and, you know, I, I, oh, right. I got vulnerable and put myself out of my comfort zone to, to share some things with you. And, you know, aside from the MRSA and the healing um, that I used the wand for, I incurred some heart damage during, um, while I was going through the, you know, the MRSA and getting the IV infusions and I went home with a pick line. Um, and I know that I mentioned <clears throat> when, when, after I was released from the hospital with the MRSA, I went home with a pick line and then I started wanding like immediately, um, on my face, obviously. And, uh, after two, um, antibiotic treatments, uh, they took the pick line out because all of a sudden everything just started normalizing. And that to me was like everything because... I mean, honestly, like, who wants a pick line? And then I had to drive 30 minutes every day to go get this infusion, you know? So that was just, like, another layer of, you know, added stress that I just didn't need in my life. Um, so I heard, uh, you know, the MRSA, it made it to my heart by the time, like, the, the, the correct antibiotics started working on this infection. Um, <clears throat> so I went to the car. I had, I've been going to the cardiologist because I was experiencing a, you know, some, some issues with my heart that, um, were worrisome, obviously. Uh, and, and being that there is a genetic history of heart issues in my family, mostly on, uh, the men side of my family. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> we share the same DNA. Um, you know, I, I, I could be at risk for some type of heart issue, uh, as well. So, They've been monitoring me pretty closely uh, at, the, at the cardiologist. I was on a heart monitor for like ever. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember because they put it on for like um, seven days. They took it off. They put me back on it because they saw something that they just didn't like, and it, um, it, it, it you know, whatever. <laughs> it became worrisome and stressful. Um, so I was also wanting my heart because. Why not? <laughs> and honestly, that's that's how my brain thinks. It's like, well, if it worked for this, then it could work for this. And, you know, if nothing else, I mean, it's not going to hurt me. So if it if it's not helping, it's not hurting, it doesn't matter. And it's not going to take me all of, like, five minutes to wand my heart every day. So on top of, you know, my normal spots where I wand, um, I was wanting my heart. And I was wanting it five minutes at a time. And at the last checkup, they we're still noticing some, um, PVCs, preventricular contractions, which are, I, I had before, um, they had gotten, they were increasing, like they were harder and, uh, more uncomfortable than normal. So we were paying attention to that. And then we were just paying attention to like how, how tired I was at the end of the day. And you know, what my heart rate was reaching, um, you know, at certain times of the day, like it would escalate for like nine minutes and like super high heart rates. And, um, then all of a sudden it would just normalize. So it was just like, it was, it was too much up and down is what was going on. And it was putting a lot of stress on my heart and I could feel it. I could physically feel it. So the symptoms started getting less and less. Well, I noticed, I started noticing that they just stopped happening, <laughs> which is awesome because you know that is the ultimate goal is to heal and I was not just healing um as a 
Tuesday, I, I don't know if I can say that I'm healed, but um, I am operating on all four cylinders. Like, I'm good to go. I don't have to go see the cardiologist anymore, and they told me I'd have to go see him for a year. So, I am, I think I'm like a month and a half, two months out, two months out from this. Maybe it's a little more than two months, actually. I can't remember. February is when it was. Um, so, yeah, a little more than two months. Anyways. So long story short, um, after being told I was not going to have to see a cardiologist for a year, I no longer have to do that. I had my last appointment with him and I got cleared from cardiology. Hello. All right. I got cleared from cardiology. That like, that's, that rocks, you know, it's, that's what that is. I can breathe. Because I was worried, as I should be. It's my heart. Anywho, so I just wanted to give you all that update. And do I think the wand had something to do with it? Duh. <laughs> um, I'm just so happy about it. I really am. So I wanted to come on and share it with you. I told you guys that, you know, anytime that this wand I feel is beneficial in my life, I will share it. And, um... You know, here I am sharing. So have a good night, everybody. Take care of your heart. Drink your water. Good night. <laughs> Drink the water. <laughs> oh boy. That's good. That reminds me. Um, you know, my daughter does my blood pressure and stuff every day. And uh, yesterday I came in at one ten over fifty three, which is the lowest I've been for. Oh, I don't know couple years it was up in the 170s and then I started wanding and it dropped down uh, dramatically and uh, now it's at 110 over 53 can't beat that yeah I did mine the other day no, it had been in the 150s and higher and uh, it was 116 uh -huh. over 77 so it was what 116 over 77 which is oh that's great yep yeah yeah yeah. Well, when, when I got so sick, you know, they were telling me my heart was failing and I'm only running on, uh, three ventricles you and the lower left one doesn't, uh, <laughs> pump it out properly. You know, I don't know what it was doing. They couldn't go in and do, uh, their thing with the dye and all that stuff. Thank God. <laughs> but <laughs> it was worrisome. It's very stressful because my father died. He was second heart surgery in Colorado. Um, he died. My brother died. Uh, my aunt died. A lot of, lot of uh, history in my family of heart, heart attacks, heart failure. So here you're worried about that and your kidneys. you got to be put on dialysis at the same time. And they're saying, no, they can't do that because you know, they can't go in to do anything with my kidney because my heart's not strong enough. And they can't do anything with my heart because my kidneys aren't strong enough. And uh, you might as well call hospice. Well, that was, uh, how long has that been, John? A year and a half, two? I've been really Holy. sick. And, uh, but then they're all telling, you know, worrying the crap out of my daughter all the time. And every time we walked out of this one doctor's office, it, the fight was on. You know, she wanted me to do this and this and this and this and uh, do what I'm told, 
and it's like no <laughs> no <laughs> I will not I'm going to try this first you know and uh, then they'd get her so scared she'd be in tears every single time and my daughter does not cry she's very stoic and um, so that was really bad but uh, I've been wanting my heart too and I feel stronger I feel more energized uh, I'm sleeping actually sleeping more than uh, an hour the last few weeks um, which is amazing John can tell you I'm always up and, no, I know um, it's really a problem for me to get like three hours of sleep uninterrupted that's been a miracle you know so uh, I, I'm really excited with what I'm seeing the results you know and um, I've had this rash across under my ribs, uh, under my ribs, all around my sides, and all over my back. And uh, it's something, some toxins coming out. It's like crazy. But if you just wand it again, then some other lady told me she was experiencing the same thing. And uh, I'm detoxing something. I don't know what. But uh, something's been lying in my system for a very long time. And um, if you just wand, wand the itch, it'll go away. It'll subside for quite a while. And then if it starts itching again, just boom, hit it again with the, the wand for a few seconds, a couple minutes, you know. And it takes out the itch. What? We don't talk about that enough because everybody's got an itch now and then, you know, and Sometimes they, they last for a while, and then mm-hmm. you hit it with the, the wand, and it, man, it just it feels really good. It gets hot, and it feels like it's burning a little bit, but it feels really good because it really goes after that itch. Yeah, I don't know it's if really it's good. like what it is. I, I relate it to histamine, but I, I don't know. Anyway, um, it works on bites, uh, takes the sting right out of uh, mosquito bites, stuff like that. We've been been getting reports on that, and uh, yeah, just amazing. Every day somebody's coming up with something new, you know, uh, to let us know the results from. And I, I wish we could get all these down in a in a phone call or something, do a sizzle call, because uh, the things we hear aren't necessarily written in the Facebook group, but it's from our people, and. Um, for some reason, they don't know how to write or something. <laughs> I don't know. But we'd like for them to write write down some of their results and stick it over in our Telegram group so you can share it with the rest of the world. You can use, a, you know, come in anonymous or whatever, but uh, we want these people to know that you guys are real people out there having real results. And you're not some paid presenter that we don't know. And, um, yeah, get the word out. we got to get this thing in every household. That's just all there is to it. Yep, Bucky. Yep. Well, we get we have all those people that have looked at it, but they haven't purchased it. I, I, I think it just has to be a money problem. And if it's a money problem now, this is exactly what you want to get your hands on because you literally can't help other people. And that's what this thing has to be. It can't really be about money. The money will come, but you've got to do an activity that's going to help people so that they're going to have a good life too. 
and that will begin to generate more and more sales for this thing and get some money in your pocket. I don't know anybody that doesn't need more money. And with the prices of things going up like they are, and they're going to continue to go up. I don't know if you guys are listening to the news, but all these uh, financial guys that chart this stuff are saying they haven't seen numbers like this in years, years. And in some cases, they've never seen it. And they're all talking about um, a severe uh, economic contraction in the economy. Well, then what are you going to do? How are you going to get to the doctor? How are you going to treat yourself for anything? You know, this this thing is really something that you need to have on hand. And people love it, really, when they get their hands on it because, I don't know, Kathy is better. We just had another person tell us that she's selling wands because uh, her family knows her hair, and it's, it's so much better than it was. So I guess her sisters and others are buying the wand now because they want hair like that too. Uh, there's always a good reason to have one, that's for sure. But you got to have it before you need it. That's the point. Yeah. Oh, I can put that on. Okay. Then I see people that we've given one to, and they're still complaining about different ailments, you know, that they're having. <laughs> oh, I got back pain, this and that. It's like, well, you have a wand, go plug it in. And they don't use it for some reason, you know. So you got to plug them in for it in order for them to work. And uh, yeah. point, point and blow. Jim, you had Kirk on here, remember? Mm-hmm. Well, Kirk, I got a wand to Kirk because his wife has dementia. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, we were hoping it might help that. Anyway, he didn't open the box. <laughs> And he had got a friend from uh, Ecuador call him raving about this wand. And then he got excited finally. Finally, he opened the box and started to use the thing and try to do something with it. And now he's telling me how nice it is, how they enjoy using it, how comforting it is. Amazing. <laughs> he's amazed. People are funny. Uh, I'm really surprised. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. We really don't have a lot to offer here, Jim, today, okay. other than what that's going. We have to bring some people on and hopefully get more information about what's coming out. But those uh, patches are going well. A lot of people want the patches. Mm-hmm. We know they work. Yep. We're, getting, we're hearing good testimonies. We don't have a lot of write-ups on them yet, but uh, people are saying good things about them. Yeah. I have uh, I don't use them all the time, but I, when I put them on, I found that uh, I've, it's been interesting to see the, the, how different things work and smoother and, you know, no pain and that kind of stuff. They do, they do work. And I... Uh, I like the uh, phone yeah, the, uh, uh, guard. Yeah, the EMF shield. Those things yeah. are pretty slick. Got them now on all my, my phones and... Um, the phones that the grandsons play with, you know. Yep. It's like you can't take their phone away from them. The parents can't, but I can sure try to shield them. Yeah, I got to put them on my pads. Protect them against the 5G stuff as much as we can because it's everywhere. Yep. And it's going to get worse. Now they're talking 10G. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Holy McAdoo. Heaven help us. I was... I was 
complaining about all the cell phones like for years now and because I've seen little bumps on my face from where my you hold your cell phone out, you know, <laughs> and uh, little growth. So I'm sure they were little cancers, uh, three of them to be exact, and uh, two of them have completely disappeared. They were right on my cheek where, the, where you put the phone to talk, and um, they're, they're now gone just from wanting. And uh, then I had this little thing up by my eye, and uh, it uh, it raises up. So I wand it, you know, I wand it all the time. But then it'll raise up, and then it'll flake off, and then it'll come back. And I wand it, and it gets hard and flakes off again. So I think it's just killing it by the root, whatever this thing is. Uh, it's got to get to that blood source that's keeping it alive. But, um, yeah, protect yourself from those cell phones. That is for sure, yeah, as much as you can. Because the radiation it emits is unbelievable. And we've got them all around our children all the time, babies and whatnot. And they're watching videos and they're listening to YouTubes and boob tubes and, you know. <laughs> anyway, wand away. Yep. Oof. Yeah. Great. You stuff. got anybody that out there that uh, has any questions or comments? Do they have any testimonies that they'd like to share? Well, good question. Today, got two chat rooms going well, here, and see if anybody on, has anything. Don't be shy. To, any questions from anybody? Hey, sir. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Uh, I was just curious, where do you? Recommend wanding for poor blood pressure. For what? For blood pressure. Where would be the best point? I do. Stay away from the top of the head. I do the tops of my knees and the backs of my knees, and that's supposed to be good for diabetics and um, high blood pressure. Yeah. So I do that religiously every day. There's a um, a graphic in the um, user guide that uh, basically shows going from upward to downward in one direction on the arms, the legs, the back, that kind of thing as well for um, uh, if, if we're talking high blood pressure. Uh, that's basically what they recommend for both high blood pressure and high blood sugar. Uh, going in a downward motion from the shoulders to the wrists and both the arms and the hips to the ankles on both legs and then the nape of the neck to the mm -hmm. to the back or to the tailbone on the spine those well you want to get your feet really well too yeah yeah but uh yeah and i i basically um i just do the whole thing i do the whole body and just just in the process of doing that my blood pressure's come down um i hit my hands my feet my arms my legs uh uh ears face whole shooting match back of the neck you just want to avoid the top of the head the crown chakra because that uh, apparently can cause it to go back up <laughs> well the, no they're talking about the very top of the head the crown yeah. chakra is more on the back side of the head no the crown chakra is the very the top of your head well that's not what i see on the chart and your anyway. pineal gland yeah not from what i'm seeing Everything I've seen, the crown chakra yeah. is at the very, it's the highest point of your head. 
Right. That's why so they call the crown. Put your palm <laughs> on your forehead and flatten out your hand on uh, so it's covering your head. And it's usually where your middle finger comes out is your uh, crown chakra. Yeah. That's a good rule. Very top of the head. Measure. And that's where they say mm -hmm. to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do mine, though, all the time. So... I used to, and then I found I had my little device that held the thing, and I'd just sit under it for like ten or twenty minutes, and um, yeah. then I found my I, I blow dry my hair, so I'm getting everything all at once. You know, mm -hmm. I blow dry it instead of using a hair dryer anymore, right? Because hair dryers emit so much EMFs, and uh, yeah, I guess my color's changing and everything <laughs> for yeah, my good. hair, and it's so thick. It's, I've always had just really fine hair, you know, and uh, now I have to stand in the shower longer to get get the rest of the soap out. <laughs> and uh, that's good. Yeah, it's uh, always got one problem or the other, right? Yeah, maybe <laughs> you make too much hair, and I don't know. So, uh, but it's really thick now, and it takes me. It, it almost takes it two days to dry now. Holy moly! Because it's gotten really long and. And um, no matter how much I dry it with that, if I put it up, then it's still wet the next day, just kind of moist, you know, mm. damp. And uh, so, but it's amazing all the things that have, I think I brought out eczema on my head when I first started. And that's why I kept wanding my head because uh, it itched so bad. And uh, then that disappeared. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank god and the wand but uh yeah if something's bothering you keep blowing just keep consistent and keep yeah. blowing that's the key uh, because you're working out some issues there on a cellular level that you don't even know about yep that's the key is consistency and drinking water yeah drink vasa mm -hmm. <laughs> charge yeah. that well, water you know, typically when they send the wand out, somebody's been sticking in the, well, we, we send stuff in the mail, but there's a little chart there that shows to do the bottoms of your feet, mm -hmm. your knees, do your elbows, do, do your groin area, and then up and down the solar plexus and the, the belly button. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, those are standard things that you want to do just on a regular basis. You, right. you don't have to spend a lot of time doing them especially if you don't feel like you have any specific problem. But the goal here is just to keep the body going not to get those problems in yeah. the first place. It's preventative. And then as you're listening to these, yeah, as you listen to these testimonials, people then are working and spending a lot more time on certain conditions. Yep. So it's just kind of up to you. You can tell whether you're getting better, whether you're getting some kind of results or things are changing a little bit. Uh, you also have to think about the process of the body when it replaces the cells because it kicks out the new stem cells. And the cells that are lying nascent in the collagen layers in your body, because stem cells are not just in the bones. They're, they're actually in your whole body, everywhere. Um, when they're, when the, the wand activates it because these frequencies resonate with those cells and gets them active. But things replace themselves the body replaces cells in each organ and on your skin and in the rest of your body at a certain rate. Eyes go at a very quick rate. Tongues go at a very quick rate. But things like skin 
bone, other things that go at a slower rate. So you're going to have different time features for different problems because they're in a different area and the body's not going to replace those cells as fast as it could in the heart. <laughs> so you just have to be consistent with it. Yeah. And hey, I got I got to tell you about uh, Sunday. I was over at my son-in-law's birthday party and a barbecue, and my back was hurting so bad. So I said to my 15-year-old grandson, I said, "Come here." I said, uh, "Rub this spot right here," and it was my kidneys on my right side. And uh, he, you know, he's 15. He doesn't want to do that, so he kind of haphazardly did it uh, for just a few minutes. And I've been wanting that area a lot because I'm trying to get my kidneys kick-started again. And uh, he quit after maybe like three, four minutes. And um, all of a sudden, it started itching and circulation was going through there. And it's like, wow, this has never happened. You know, I've been wanting it like crazy, but I guess I just needed to have some massage to flush, flush out the more dead, you know, or something. It assisted in, but that was really cool to feel that after all, you know, these years and every day being on a dialysis machine. So we'll see. We'll see if I can't uh, get my kidneys, uh, the little capillaries functioning again. I think that's what's happening. Uh, so I'm excited about that. See where it goes. Head to Go ahead. <laughs> Anybody else have any questions, comments, testimonies? Oh, <laughs> they all fell asleep. Miss Brenda must not be here today. Oh, well, she's in there. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm what are here. you doing? Well, I'm thinking I haven't wandered yet this morning, so I, <laughs> I, I sometimes I get it and bring it here and wand while I'm listening y'all too but uh, I've noticed that um, it's funny even after I wand and talking about it moving fluid and I mean I don't have I don't feel like extra fluid my legs aren't swollen or anything like that lately but I've noticed after I just wand sometimes for just a few minutes it's like in the next hour I may have to go to the bathroom two or three times yeah, and, good. You're flushing so I, it out. Yeah, man, it is flushing something out, even if I am not wanting for very long at all. You know, mm -hmm. just amazing how it does that. And my blood pressure is finally being better, too, because mine, you know, seems to go up some. And, uh, of course, after having pneumonia, it's uh, yeah kicked me pretty hard, so it's taken me a while to <laughs> get back. Yes, it does, too. It's, uh, it hits you hard. and Because yeah. uh, I had that, what was it, February? I got yeah. pneumonia. Yeah. And, uh, we yeah. both did a stent in the hospital. It's like I got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, I, it's like, let me out. I'm leaving. I didn't go to the hospital, and where I went to the urgent care, that's the first thing she said. We are keeping you out of the hospital. And I said, yeah, Good but idea. I do not want to go there. So, even well, I'm going to move down there then because all these people just want to do is drag you in and then give you test yeah. after test after test mm -hmm. and all kind mm -hmm. of unnecessary stuff. 
and I refused uh, to take the swab. You know, they wanted they just have a basket out, and the nurse said, "Okay, let's just swab you real quick for flu and COVID." And I said, "No." Mm -mm. I said, yeah. "I know what I got, and we're gonna treat the symptoms." She said, "Okay." They didn't fight me on it. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, because I thought, well, I'm not going to have it show positive and just be another positive number for them to have on the news at night, the local news. Exactly. There you go. Got so many more cases. And, and I didn't have, I, you know, I wasn't running fever. I was right at the point of starting to run fever. But, um, mm -hmm. but you know, and I didn't want to take the steroid shot but I knew I needed it to breathe <laughs> so, yeah and yeah I took two of those and uh, that was it they gave me a whole big bottle of them and uh, two other things 300 bucks I had to pay out of my pocket for that mm -hmm. and uh, I took two and chucked the rest of them it's like no I was uh, started gaining weight just off those two like crazy huh. you know which is not good for me yeah. and um, must have been making you whole fluid yeah now when I'm sitting in my office chair here uh, you know the edge of it will go right behind my my kneecaps and mm. uh, I get pockets of water right there where it's cutting it off so I got to stand up and rub them out all day long. Yeah. Um, but this morning I'm noticing that um, it, it was completely gone. Huh. Now that's a main so, area there. It's behind, what? Um, behind your knees, you know, is a main uh -huh. limp area there. So if that limp is closed off or it's holding more fluid, you know, that could be. Do you have anybody in your area? I mean, the wand really helps, but if you had somebody that did some specific limp stuff, that would really be good for you, too. Yes, it would. And uh, I noticed that just, just off of my uh, grandson rubbing my kidney the other day. Mm -hmm. Like, I really need to get in for regular massage. I taught massage therapy and certified people. Yeah. Um, and uh, the... Uh, the agreement was they were supposed to come back, each student, and massage me like once a month so I could reevaluate. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get yeah. pre massage, is all I wanted. You made and, um, in on it then. So I might have to start another class yeah. and uh, just get people that uh, that can do some lymphatic drainage and, yeah. and all that. Because I used to teach all kinds of different modalities. Yeah. Yeah, because that really helps. I mean, the wand really helps, and I try to use that. And like I say, with, with having pneumonia, when my allergies all went to my chest and turned into pneumonia, and yeah. uh, it was just getting tighter and tighter, and I finally went and saw a guy here that does a limp drainage deal. And he really worked on my lungs and all the the main, you know, like under my left arm. That's where I was clogged pretty bad. But um, the other areas you know, behind the knee and in the groin was pretty good, which is good for me. So that shows the wand is helping because usually I used to clog up really bad in the groin area, under the arms, behind my knees. 
and there at the elbows too. But uh, it had been six months since I'd seen him, and uh, but but it helped where he worked, really worked on everything, and then worked on my lungs. That helped more, and then uh, you know I definitely worked at least once a day, sometimes twice a day with the wand. But that really makes a difference. And I, I was just thinking, and you know that, like you say, being a massage therapist and all, but I just thought I'd throw that out there if you specifically. Yeah, yeah. No, because I have forgotten so much, you know. It's if you don't use it, you lose it kind of thing. And since and, you're uh, can tell you've got fluid behind your knee. I mean. All right, welcome to today's interview on Brighton.com. And I have a major announcement to share with you today. Sorry about that. Hello. <laughs> Something automatically played Are we again. boring you, Jim? No. Was... <laughs> but I was going to say, too, Carl, I, I had cut Carl's hair yesterday. And while we were outside and all, you know, and I'd been telling him, I said, you are getting more of your dark color because he had dark brown hair. And he was uh -huh. almost white-headed. I mean, I'm white-headed with... And I can see dark hair coming back some in mine, and new hairs coming in are dark, and but not as much as his. I can see his his hair, he is really getting some color back to it just the last two or three weeks, I've noticed. Wow. Better watch out. He's going to be wanting to buy a Corvette soon. Oh, <laughs> um, not with his long legs. That doesn't even sound appealing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> new hubby. <laughs> Yeah, he's 6'3", so a Corvette slow to get out of and all that, that doesn't even sound good to him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, but, you know, we kept thinking, well, surely we ought to keep seeing it more in our hair. You know, we see other testimonies, and, and you know, here, you know, we've had ours since, well, the end of July last year, I guess, and we've... We use it pretty much every day, you know. We might skip a day here and there, but but it just takes a while, I guess, to get to that. It's doing other things. But I've yeah. got a comment. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Samuel. Yeah, um, there's nothing like the human touch for massage, but uh, in lieu of that, I have... Uh, Two devices that I use to stimulate areas and to massage out sore muscles. One is those little roller ones that go in a circle. I, I have a Zillion brand. And then there's also uh, the vibration sticks where they usually have one, two, three um, levels of vibration. And they work mm -hmm. good to, to stimulate and loosen up areas. That might work, uh, work out for you, you know. Yeah, I can look into it. I've got a beautiful massage chair. I don't know. It was about $4,000. Um, but it's remote, and I can't see to see which buttons I'm pushing anymore. Uh, but it does the, uh, it'll squeeze the calves and, you know, do some tapotement and this and that and the other thing. And I love sitting in there, but I just haven't been able to unless somebody's over that can turn it on for me. Um and a Healy and a, a Beamer. The Beamer's nice, but again, I can't see. So I was just thrilled to have this wand drop into our laps. And uh, I can just turn it on, and, and even I can use it myself. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, there's all kinds of different things. I even have a, uh, 
a piece of equipment I kept from my old uh, daycare spa. Um, it was about a $2,000 machine, and uh, it goes in there and really gets down and uh, does deep massage. I used to work it on people before I'd even think about working on them with my hands because I did a lot of bodybuilders, and they are tough to work on. They're really tough on a person's thumbs. But um, I was I was pretty buff through my arms, and uh, this machine would just go in and make their muscles turn into butter, and uh, then I could get in there and work on them. So I can I can run that. Uh, I just need to uh, find it, have somebody find it for me, and it it has its own tripod stand and all that good stuff. And I used to do a, a lot. Of, I'd take it with me to do chair massages. And, it went everywhere with me. But, um, yeah, that's good to know. Look into that for sure. Thank you. The, yeah, the, the vibration tool, I tried to find one as big as my chiropractor had because he had one about the motor was probably twice the size of the one I had. And that mm -hmm. was really good at knocking loose things like in my shoulders and stuff like that. And that's what first got me onto it. So I use that. Quite often, it, it's got two speeds. I think his had three, and it was a monster. I mean, it really vibrated the crap out of a joint or yeah. a muscle. Yeah, that's, that's like mine, too. Mine was commercial, and it's got a dial, so you can set different uh, different levels of it uh, depending on how deep you want to penetrate that uh, your body. And uh, I used to do a lot of body wraps and... and vain things, I call them vanity things, but uh, it would go in there and uh, remove, you know, help help get that cellulite busted out, stuff like that. So that machine has seen a lot of hours. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people want uh, <laughs> cellulite gone, you know. And with the wand, it actually goes in there and triggers that and starts releasing it. And it um, takes away, like, scarring and, and uh, pretty remarkable, really. But, uh, yeah, I've got a big commercial vibrator thing that I always used. And uh, I know what you're saying. Those are good things. I just have to get it out and plug it in. Yeah, and sort of like doesn't the work unless you work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't work unless you turn it on, right? Right. So... <laughs> My problem is I have a very old house. It's over 100 years old. And um, the uh, electricity, I have very few outlets. I've even got the high ceiling outlets that they used to have, you know, and plug everything into the ceiling. Well, um, I just have to get a new house so I can plug all my stuff in and have it ready to rock and roll. So... <clears throat> have to be choosy. I feel like Green Acres. You remember Lisa on Green Acres? She could never remember in the kitchen if you plugged in one or two or two plus three or <laughs> remember that? I don't know if any of y'all do, but uh, that's how I feel. Yeah. I yeah. Kind of cute show. Clean. Stupid. <laughs> but uh, at least it wasn't crime and violence like that's all we get bombarded with now. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't even have to watch TV to get it. 
I know. Really? Yep. Just look out your front door. Reminds me of the heater I bought recently, and I'm like, oh, goody, turn it on high, 1,500 watts, but none of the circuitry in here can handle that for very long. <laughs> that was welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fortunately, these lawns don't run that high. You know, five yeah. or 600 watts is about what they pull. Yep. Yeah, the yeah. heater, you know the rate of 750 watts, it can handle all right, but... Yeah. And somebody somebody the other day wrote us and said they could use it in their little camper. Cool. Remember that, John? I forget what you called the camper, uh, teardrop or tear, something like that. Tear, yeah, it's a trailer, teardrop. Yeah. yeah. So that's good to know. Have wand will travel. Right. Yeah, the the massagers and the vibrators, they probably don't pull very much power because there's really not uh, much of a heat source there. So, you know, the wand's pulling more wattage because of the heat. Well, those vibrators, once they hit your uh, body, they're pulling your circulation is what heats up on your body with, with the vibrators and stuff. Gets that circulation going. So that used to save me when... On my early days of neuropathy, I just hit my legs with that, and that's what I had. But with the wand, it's completely gone now. After over 10 years of neuropathy and edema, you know, uh, it was pretty incredible. So, yeah, it, it feels better. What? Those things are painful. It was really painful for you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we'd be in a meeting and I'd scream and John would know exactly what happened, you know. Oh, another nerve dying or something, you know. And I, I didn't it. mean to make sound effects, but <laughs> sometimes they just creep up on you, surprise you. I, Somebody going to say something? Yeah, I think the wand definitely helps detoxing. And I, what I found... Um, that's invigorating for myself is uh, an Epsom salt foot bath and then I use like a hunting knife and I scrape my feet and uh, the all that dead skin and stuff that comes off I, I believe is full of stuff that shouldn't be in your body and I always feel refreshed after I do that. So a foot soak and then doing a scraping with the rooms to do their spas. They didn't have towels. They had scrapers to scrape their skin uh, to dry off. Sort of like that on your feet. Um, but I, I, I use a blade. Yeah, and I do the ionic foot bath, too. And so that usually, it soaks off a lot of that old stuff, and it really clears out good junk, too. So that's a good thing. But Epsom sauce is always good, too. I try to make it as hot as my feet can stand to put them in, and then uh, I try to do it for at least 20 minutes to really get the skin soft, and then uh, it really works well to get a lot of, remove a lot of debris. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, there you? we got booted off. Oh, We're just now here. getting back in there. Jim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. We can barely hear you. Really? That's weird. I haven't changed anything. Yeah. All my settings are the same. Your volume's been low all morning. Hmm. So, good. I'm glad you were there because that scared me that nobody was going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I just boosted my level a little. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say last Thursday when you had Matt Getty on, your your volume was really low then, too, and theirs were up pretty high. Really? Yeah, you were, you were kind of hard to hear, and so was Daryl. I don't know how Daryl was coming in, but Cal and Mike were coming in loud, but you and Daryl were both a lot lower in volume. Hmm. That's weird because the recording sounded fine to me. I'll double-check things and make sure I can always bump mine up a little bit more. But uh, I'll look into that. That's a first. At least that I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, but I appreciate it. Anytime it's like that, let me know. Well, I thought maybe you'd gone out to mow the lawn or something. Nope, I'm still sitting here. Didn't hear you. Just sitting here. Yeah, get myself some sippy stuff here. Got some goobers in my throat. I hate when that happens. But uh, maybe this is a little yeah. bit better. Get up closer on the microphone. But uh, well, let's see here. What time is it? Oh, 225. If uh, if you guys want to take off, if you got things you got to do, you know, feel free. That's it's not a problem. And, yeah, uh, we have like two back to back meetings now. Oh, good. So uh, we better we better cruise on, I guess, John. Huh? Yep, we need to. Okay. Yeah. Right. Thanks for having us on. Hey, no sweat. Yeah, we'll, thanks uh, everybody, and everybody have a beautiful week. Yep. You and, too. Uh, I said Happy May Day the other on Jim on uh, Roger's show, <laughs> but he said it's Communist Day, so. Yep. I'm not sure why they call it Communist Day. Yeah, that was the uh, May 1st of 1776 is when all the um, stuff got started that basically paralleled. They use that. It's on the dollar bill and everything. They act like it's a good thing, but it's oh. really not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. There were, there were always big uh, military parades in Russia and other mm -hmm. countries. Yep. I did not know that. Well, Russia's is on the 9th. That's Victory Day. Hmm. Big parade. Yeah, May 1? I thought they always had a May Day parade. May 9th, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, the reason okay. here, it's, a, it's Illuminati. Yeah, the Illuminati. Like uh, was... Jim was saying there, May 1st, 1776. Yeah. Obama even had the gall to say it was America's birthday on May 1st one year. Well, yeah. Oh. All 52 states. So Obama said that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That figures. Yeah. And there's big parties in all 52 states. <laughs> May, May 8th was the surrender of Germany to the Russians. I'm sure that was another big thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why May 9th is uh, Russia's big victory day. But, you know, I watched it, and it comes on, of course, at noon, so that's like uh, 2 a.m. or something. 
you know, and uh, it was coming across Chinese uh, TV. They had all the uh, all the cameras and filming. The Chinese were doing that part in Russia. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, yeah, a worry there's that that they're going to uh, that the Ukrainians or NATO, whoever you want to call them, probably one the same thing, are going to attack that parade to make a point with Russia, which will probably make a point that Russia is going to really attack if that happens. I don't think they'll get away with it. Yeah. 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 Ukraine is pretty beat, you know. We're here in the opposite, but they are beat. You know, I mean, it's not even taking that much, uh, uh, you know, of, out of Russia to do what they're doing there. They're doing all these, uh, you know, submarines going around the world. There's a couple different countries. They're nuclear subs. Mm -hmm. They beat themselves up. Yeah, I saw a documentary on RT. Uh, someone had shared with me, you know, a couple hours. And uh, it, it was basically a um, militia of like 40 men from all the walks of life that were shutting down the uh, National, I think they call them a National Guard there. And um, they were just destroying, blowing everything up. But at one point, there's this big deal where Motorola apparently took the head, that was his name, of the militia group and shows them shaking hands with a, a whole new batch of this National Guard they let in after they had them all beat. You know, and it sure looked, a, like a, sure looked like a Masonic hand, handshake. A, a, about a week ago, they uh, put 17 pounds of uh, C4 on a uh, drone and uh, had an attempt on Putin. Really? Wow. Hard to tell what to believe. That's for sure. Good grief. Well, anyway. Yeah, I don't know if they, I don't know if they want to get rid of Putin. He he appears to be a moderate because there's some real hardliners behind him. Pass my pay grade, guys. Yep. Can't worry about that stuff anymore. Okay. Well, we better roll. All right, guys. You do. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Going. We'll catch you next week. Have a good All one. All right. Take Everybody care. take care. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for having us. Yep. All right. Jim? Yes, sir. Um. I have a prospective client for you. I've been telling him about longevity and your expertise, and I think he's he's full in to do whatever you tell him to do, as and give it a good shot and be you know decent at it. So I was wondering if you had uh, a phone number and a time that maybe he could call you. Yeah, yeah. So you can give him the website. It's got the phone number on there. Um, or I can, I'll put the, well, you can't see the chat, can you? If you got a pencil, I'll give you the number and you can write it down. I'm ready. 614-855-2854. 614-855-2854. And, um, the best thing, just tell them to call and leave a message and I will, um, try and get back and if he wants to if he can leave me a number or the best time to call him 
and what time zone he's in. I'm assuming he's in the Pacific. Um, just yep. to you know, have, let me know the best time to give him a shout, and I'll try and get back with him. His name is Jim. Oh, that'll be hard to remember. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's he, he's particularly got lung issues of because he he's on oxygen when he at certain times I don't know what mm-hmm. mix triggers it or whatever, but it's a nice guy and uh, like to help him out if if I can and get him back to some vigor is uh He's More than likely, and anything like that where he has to exert himself. Yeah, just the ninety essential nutrients with extra essential fatty acids will probably do the job for him. Um, shouldn't be anything major. Um, when you're, I when told you him have, to sort of make an idea, uh, you know, a, a log up of what his major problems are, and good, um, good. you know, just uh, so you can put him on the right path. I'll do my best. We'll, all right, Jim. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much, uh, Samuel. All righty. Um, boy, I'm just looking at some of the things going on in the news, and there's some mass invasion about to be unleashed against America as the border restrictions end. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about the COVID restrictions. You never would have known they had any to start with. The, the stuff that's going on down there. And look at this picture, and these dudes are sticking their tongues out at people as they go. <laughs> Once the Wuhan coronavirus emergency officially ends next month, the Biden regime is planning to unleash tens of thousands more illegal immigrants into the U.S. Good, through the southern border. Oh, man. The regime, we are told, is scrambling to find and or create more holding centers for all these new illegals. <laughs> This is also working towards increasing the processing capability of illegal uh, migrants across places like Europe as well. Great. Reuters says that Biden uh, could announce as soon as this week that he will be massively increasing the number of Latin Americans who can be processed through the U.S. refugee settlement program. They are just bound and determined to destroy this country. That's for sure. U.S. officials say they plan to expand the holding capacity for migrants at the border while piloting a new program that would help more quickly process asylum seekers. They're not asylum seekers. (laughs) They're border crashers at warp speed. Oh, good grief. I'm sick of this warp speed stuff. Once COVID officially ends, America's borders will be flung wide open. They already are. For anyone and everyone to enter illegally, one potential option is that being is being talked about is that has not been officially reported involves processing migrants through Fort Bliss, a military base located near El Paso, Texas, and on the southern border. Fort Bliss was previously used to house thousands of unaccompanied minors, meaning uh, the children of illegal aliens. In 2021, this is where all those reports emerged from about uh, overcrowding and unsanitary conditions. <laughs> Abdullah Hassan, a White House spokesperson, that's a, that's a good name for a White House spokesperson, <laughs> denied that Forest Bliss is once again being uh, considered as a processing center for illegal aliens to be fast-tracked for the release into the U.S. Pentagon also says it has not received any requests for Fort Bliss 
to be used as a migrant processing center. So you can probably assume that it's valid information and Fort Bliss is going to be ground zero. <laughs> if they're denying it, it's got to be true. Assuming there's no last-minute legal action or a congressional intervention, of course not, Biden will more than likely increase unauthorized migration after May 11th when COVID border restrictions, which have been in place since 2020, are scheduled to end. At that same date, the border COVID public health emergency will also terminate, undercutting the rationale for Title 42 restrictions. The United Nations is also said to be involved in, with discussions to assist with and increase refugee processing. Of course they are. Uh, a union representative named Michael Knowles also said that 480 U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services employees with refugee experience are right now being assigned to help with the initial asylum screening of illegal aliens captured at the southern border. According to Knowles, even with his temp this temporary boost in processing workers, the asylum program is still vastly understaffed and under-resourced, with only about 800 permanent asylum officers. As far as illegal immigration is concerned, America has never been worse off than it is right now under fake President Joe Biden. should be Jose Biden, who just announced his 2024 re-election campaign. Good grief. A record number of migrants have been caught trying to mass into the or cross into the U.S. border this watch un, under his watch. As apparently the entire rest of the world acknowledges that the guy is brain dead at best and unable or unwilling to protect the country from this invasion onslaught. You think? <laughs> Troy Miller, the acting commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, told lawmakers last week that he is preparing for the possibility that upwards of 10,000 migrants per day will soon try to enter the United States illegally. This is roughly double the daily average in March. Miller estimates that around 660,000 migrants are currently traveling through Mexico as they gradually make their way up to the U.S., where they will attempt to break in and get resettled illegally. With everything paid for them by the U.S. taxpayer. Good grief. This is insane. And meanwhile, the globalists are coming for your food. Experts warn, plant-based tyranny will rule the world. Next phase of the forced transition to green living involves depriving everyday folks of access to meat and dairy because such foods cause global warming, we are told. <laughs> uh, you will abide by a plant-based diet at all times or else. This was the message below or bellowing from the mouth of New York City Mayor Eric Adams this week as he told city residents that they have until the year 2030 to cut out the meat and dairy in order to meet the Big Apple's new emissions goals. <laughs> what a moron. Since Adams abides by his own plants-based centered life, he feels as though all New Yorkers and all people everywhere need to do the same in order to cool the planet and stop it from collapsing due to man-made climate change, which does not exist. 
Following his announcement that food-based emissions across uh, New York City will need to drop by at least 33% by the year 2030, hopefully it will just result in people moving out of that city, experts said that of Adam's chilling message that they're coming for your food, referring to the globalist plot to deprive the peons of meat and dairy. Many additional cosmopolitan cities are joining New York City in phasing out meat and dairy. The globalists themselves, of course, will continue gorging on filet mignon, caviar, and baby blood, while the rest of the world is forced to eat crickets, cockroaches, and all things soy. First, they came for your energy, warned Mark Morano, author of The Great Reset, Global Elites, and the Permanent Lockdown. Then they came for your gas-powered cars, your freedom of movement, your cheap flights. Now they're coming for your food. New York City would, of course, be ground zero for this type of thing. It is, after all, one of the strongholds of mystery Babylon occultism and the place where many globalists live and do their dirty work. Adams revealed during his, his speech that many other mayors from cities around the world are joining him in seeking to reduce their respective cities' food emissions by one-third over the next seven years. They are also challenging our private sector partners to join us by cutting their food emissions by 25% in the same time period. In other words, the next seven-year Schmitta uh, cycle, whatever that is, uh, which begins this year, will really bring the house down in terms of clamping down on people's eating habits. At least this is the goal of the globalists, who plan to usher in the human herd to permanent slavery, including food slavery during this time period. Adams has already forced plant-based meal options as the primary ones available at schools and hospitals, even though almost nobody at these institutions agreed to do such a thing. We already know that a plant-powered diet is better for your physical and mental health, and I am living proof of that, which is a total lie, and Adams is an idiot and a liar, as usual. And this was declared by Adams about his decision to make the change. The only good thing is he will die much younger than he would if he was eating meat and dairy. But the reality is that thanks to this new inventory, we are finding out it's better for the planet. No, it isn't. Getting rid of these idiots would be better for the planet. Murano, who appeared with Brian Kilmeade on Fox News tonight, warned that Adams and his ilk are planning to monitor what everyone eats from here on out to make sure people's diets align with the ideals of the Environmental, Social, and Governance, or ESC, scoring guidelines outlined by globalism. What's coming next are the restrictions, he explained. We are already seeing it globally with a net zero commitment. We're going after high-yield agriculture trying to collapse them. Good heavens. Just looking at that Eric Adams, you can see he's not healthy. <laughs> what a turd. Mm -mm -mm. Let's see here. Oh, DOJ Inspector General confirms that the FBI conducted 3.4 million warrantless unconstitutional backdoor searches on Americans. I wonder what the time frame was for that. Probably in the last two months. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
During a recent House Judiciary Committee hearing, Gates successfully, um, Matt Gates has done it again, got the Department of Justice Inspector General Michael Horowitz to admit that the to the room that the Federal Bureau of Incineration has conducted at least 3.4 million warrantless backdoor searches of Americans' communications, which is a violation of the law and the Constitution, which they could care less about. While the Foreign Intelligence Services or Surveillance Act, or FISA, does allow intelligence agencies to conduct targeted surveillance of foreigners located outside the United States, it does not permit agencies like the FBI to spy on actual Americans, which is what the agency has been doing. And you can bet who's telling them to do it. A 2022 transparency report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence shows that in 2021 alone, the FBI conducted a shocking 3.4 million backdoor searches, which Gates questioned Horowitz about during the hearing. So it was in one year, 2021. I want to get into the 3.4 million backdoor searches that the ranking member pointed out in his opening statement, Gates gets, gets said, um, addressing Horowitz directly. How should the public think about those? Well, I think what we've seen is... In the various public reports, and I'm limited in what I can say about what's public, it's obviously very concerning that there's that volume of searches and particularly concerning of the error rate that was reported on in the last two years in the public reporting, Horowitz responded, adding that these FBI queries came with about a 30% error rate. Blah, blah, blah. Word salad. So basically one in, you know, what, one in ten? One in a hundred. About one percent of Americans have been backdoor searched. Ain't that sweet? How many people can how many people can perform these backdoor queries, Gates then asked in response. I'm going to defer to the board members because you have to review ongoing you have the review ongoing Horowitz said back referring to Sharon Bradford Franklin, chair of the Privacy and Civil Liberties Oversight Board. At least 10,000 federal government employees have the ability to perform spying and surveillance searches on you. 10,000. Yowzer. Franklin then joined in the conversation, stating that she does not have those types of figures at her fingertips in terms of the number of people that can conduct those types of searches. But I share the concern expressed in the question that we need to have greater safeguard requirements, she added. And here's a little video of Matt Gates. Searches. I'm wondering how many people can perform these backdoor searches. 
four queries. I'm going to defer to board members because you have the review ongoing. I'm afraid I don't have those figures at my fingertips in terms of the number of people that uh, can uh, conduct those uh, types of searches. But I uh, share the concern of expressed in the question that we need to uh, have greater safeguards, and I urge Congress to incorporate a requirement for FISA court review of these kinds of searches to protect Americans. Yes. Four million backdoor searches, more than a million of them in error. Uh, if I represent to you that we believe there may be north of 10,000 people in the federal government that can perform those queries, would anyone here have a basis to disagree with that assessment? No. There you have it. Just one more reason why we should get rid of government. You know, life would be so much better. When I, you know, I've traveled around. I've been different countries of the world and stuff, and it seems like every single place I go, the general public just wants to be left alone to live their lives. It's the idiots in government that cause 100% of the problems. And that will always be that way. It always has been and it always will be. If we can't figure out a way to get rid of government so that we can just live our lives <laughs> and be happy, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but this is getting crazier and crazier. In the comments, someone wrote that the FBI's spying and surveillance activities, besides being unconstitutional, are a form of political persecution that has been on, you know, going on for much longer than just since 2021. What is the penalty for violating, Amer violating Americans' rights? 3.4 million times, ask another. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You know, it happens once, it's a tragedy. It happens 3.4 million times, it's a statistic. There needs to be one uh, and one that has mandatory jail time and loss of perps, the perps' rights has to be less than the standard slap on the wrist they usually get. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it 3.4 million times in a single year. Someone else responded. Uh, others ask if there is any justice left to deal with these corrupt, woke, traitor pieces of scum who deserve to be charged with federal crimes. Seems like the old Soviet Union is still alive and well and living in the heads of Democrat lawmakers, joked another or someone else. Oh, goodness. Do you know the history of the Bolshevik Revolution? Ask another. If not, then you should be should because it all ties together with what's going on today. Yowza. Sad situation, but it is what it is. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. rejects climate cultism. Good for him. You know, and while expressing genuine alarm about stopping real pollution and ecological destruction. He makes too much sense to be a Democrat and a uh, part of the, uh, well, the next election. be interesting to see how things go between him and old Sleepy Joe. Sorry about that. So we got the goobers in my throat. I, uh, I hate to say it, but... I hope he's got a lot of really, really, really good bodyguards. That's all I can say. Because I'm afraid they're going to do the same thing to him that they have done to his daddy and his uncle. 
On Earth Day 2024, President Hope, presidential hopeful Robert F. Kennedy Jr. issued a heartwarming message to America. On Earth Day 2024, somebody screwed something up because uh, that's in the future. He hasn't issued any warning yet. Anyway, <laughs> I think they meant 2023. Um, to a man reiterating his comment to, to environmental conservation, which stands in stark contrast to the climate change lunacy of the rest of the Democratic Party. A longtime environmental activist of the sincerest kind, and that's what he's, he's an environmental lawyer. Kennedy's not the type of demon rat looking to take away your access to meat, force you to drive an electric car, or turn you transgender so you will stop having children and save the planet. He is instead someone who respects the natural world and simply wants to preserve it, recognizing it as a gift from God to be cherished and nurtured. Oh, well, there's some interesting thinking on the left side of the aisle. Environmental protection binds us to our own humanity and to all of creation, Kennedy writes. The natural world connects us to 10,000 generations of human beings who live before us and ultimately connects us to God. God talks to human beings through many vectors, through each other, through organized religion, through the great books of those religions, through wise people, through art, music, literature, and poetry but nowhere in such detail in grace, color, and joy as through creation. When we destroy a species, when we destroy a special place, we're diminishing our capacity to sense the divine, understand who God is, and what our own potential is as human beings. Well, <laughs> Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a moderate Democrat who believes that freedom and liberty go hand in hand with environmental conservation and stewardship. Oh, there's some interesting thinking. Instead of pushing global warming and climate change rhetoric or the green agenda that goes along with it nowadays, Kennedy's committed to proper environmental stewardship, which harmonizes human freedom and liberty with respect for the natural world we love and enjoy. Our sacred obligation as a civilization, a nation, a generation is to create communities for our children that provide them with the same opportunities for dignity and enrichment, prosperity, and good health as the communities that our parents gave us, Kennedy says. <laughs> as president, I will tirelessly protect our environmental infrastructure, the air we breathe, the water we drink, our wildlife, our fisheries, and the public lands. Environmental stewardships will be a central goal of my presidency, just as it has been for my entire life. Kennedy's conservationist journey began back in 1961 when he visited his uncle, the late President John F. Kennedy, in the Oval Office of the White House to show him a salamander he caught. This is what ultimately led him into the field of environmental law, where he committed himself to fighting in the trenches against what's what he calls the big polluters. I want to work with people who were not only the most harmed by environmental injury, but who also were marginalized from the mainstream environmental community, he writes. From protecting vulnerable communities against tox becoming toxic waste dumping sites to working alongside blue-collar commercials and recreational fishermen to protect our nation's precious water resources, Kennedy has spent most of his life trying to do what is best both for humans and the planet because both can coexist in harmony, despite what the radical left-wing Democrats say to the contrary. 
I've dedicated my entire life to protecting the precious resources of the earth, Kennedy says. Environmental stewardship it will be the core objective of my presidency. Environmental protection is critical to social and racial justice, to America's economic prosperity, and to the survival of humanity. Environmental protection is critical to social and racial justice both of which are moronic ideas that have nothing to do with reality. Hmm. Yeah. It would be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, we'll just have to watch. Science achieves consensus via censorship, and Neil deGrasse Tyson cheers it on. It's no surprise there. <laughs> Science is always settled, except when it's not. Science is ongoing research that can advance, change, alter, morph, or even be wrong based on some consensus that was reached due to favorable evidence at some point in time. Scientific community has become nothing short of an authoritarian dictatorship that shoves theories down everyone's throat as a consensus as we're all told to follow the science or be labeled anti-science and a menace to society, safety, public health, the climate, the flat earth, and all of that. In his latest shilling, <laughs> uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, American astrophysicist, claimed he's only interested in consensus, meaning he only wants to talk about what other scientists, science shills are in agreement on. And he no longer wants to investigate anything scientific that is settled by Big Pharma, Big Government, and Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Trust the science and the science is settled means obey Big Pharma and the globalists or be labeled anti-science and a domestic terrorist. Did you fall in line and wear your COVID mask 24-7, 365 during the entire pandemic? Nope, not once. There was zero science proving the masks were helpful in fending off the Wuhan lab virus, and we're going to cover more about that tomorrow, or keeping it from spreading. But Dr. Fauci only follows the science he makes up, and he's the head of the science snake. In fact, actual science reveals just the opposite, that the COVID mask actually caused horrific health problems, including buildup of carbon dioxide that can cause cognitive deterioration, testicular dysfunction, and stillbirths. So no, the science was never settled on that, despite authoritarian mandates from the CDC, the WHO, and the CCP-instructed Biden regime. To say the science is settled is an act of aggression against other scientists and anyone who chooses to investigate and research any given theory or evidence. Those who purport to have figured everything out are usually the same people who engage in mass censorship, to keep any other research from disproving these theories that have been concocted and often not verified by validated research. And there's the dingy dingy. Neil deGrasse Tyson refuses to even discuss, consider, or research anything about COVID-19 that might reveal the virus originated in a laboratory, that the masks are harmful and not helpful, and that the so-called injections could clot the blood, cause autoimmune disorders, and be ineffective against the Fauci flu. Yet, that's what they are. And that being said, we are out of... Oops, wrong button. Come on. Gotta get that going. 
Yes, we are out of time. We'll be back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thanks, everybody, for being here today. Appreciate y'all. And we will see you all tomorrow. Take care of your body again, because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you then. And God bless. Bye.